Hello and welcome to the Eurovision Division podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about all 43 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. As always, I am your host, Jeroen, and I've listened to all 43 of these songs. And I am your co-host, Mira, and I am listening to all of these songs for the very first time. Jeroen, we're almost there, aren't we? We are almost at the end, but at the end... Four more to go? Yes, but at the end I would like to be standing at the beginning with you. That's so beautiful. That's so poetic. So, what I'm trying to say is, even though we are almost at the end, I would like to go back to the start. Like Coldplay? Like Coldplay, huh? You know, like Coldplay. I love Coldplay. They're my favorite band. <laughs> I could not get through that. You couldn't that. get through it. I couldn't get not through it. Not even once. You couldn't even say it once. That's wild. Couldn't even say it once. Sorry. Do you know what? That when I was a kid, I thought Coldplay and REM were the same band. Offensive? I know, right? Because REM is like good. <laughs> yeah. Super offensive. I know, right? I hate myself now. That makes no sense because they're not alike. Yeah, I know, but it's it's weird, but they've always been, huh. like, as as a kid up to when I was, like, 14 or something, I thought they were the same band. Wild. And then when I was 14, I got an R.E.M. album, and I was, like... Wild as well, though. I remember it was, we were on holiday in England, and we had taken my, my best friend with us, and, and there was, like, a sale at a record shop sure. and we were like oh there's a sale at that record shop we need to get some albums because we are here with like two teens mm-hmm. so they got my parents got us to listen to in the hotel we got uh rem like a best of i think sure it's a good if, if it is the same best of that i'm thinking of it is a good it's best the of one album. with like the blue yeah, letters it's a, good it's a very good best of album it's a good yeah um we got mika's Oh, album like with the you know that that me the first Mika album yeah, 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 yeah. and um Niles Barkley Saint Elsewhere. Oh, also good. So we had like a good time in England, the two of us. Good music. Yeah, good music. And that's when I realized that REM wasn't Coldplay. <laughs> Valid, um, because they're not. Because they're definitely not. Sorry, I I took us on on this journey. No, interesting. I you learned like, something new about me. I feel day, like you maybe. may have told it before, but I suppressed it somewhere in the back <laughs> of my memory. It was so upsetting to you. Yeah, it it is still ups- I'm I'm very upset right now. Actually. Listen, you think dumb shit as a kid. True. I I I. This wasn't even the dumbest shit I thought as a kid. Should we get into it? No. Okay, so when I said let's go back to the start, I was talking about, of course, the start of this year's Eurovision season. Because usually we talk about this country much earlier in the run because they are always, or or have at least been so for the past few years, the first country to select their artists and to select their song. Ah, uh, you told me who this was, but this was like two months ago, so I don't remember. This was more than two months ago. It was... What can only be described as Christmas. Oh, was it? Because <laughs> um, that is when, I mean, roundabout then, is when Albania organizes its Festival Ikengis. Oh, Albania. Yes. And they are always the earliest selection. Um, usually, at least it has been that way in the past two years, their winner has been a screaming woman, um, whose nice. song has been translated into English and lost some of its 
screaming orchestral power in that transition. The year before that, um, El Haidadani won with the song and they gave her a different song later on in the season. In any case, uh, mm. this year's winner sort of bucked the trend, broken the trend, because it is not a screaming woman. Is it a woman singing very softly? You changed the wrong element there. Is it a screaming man? Amazing. Well, screaming is perhaps... It's always screaming when a woman does it, but when a man does it, it's just singing loudly. Fine, okay. If he's screaming, he's fucking screaming. Sure, okay. Um, Albanian's representative is... Eugent Bushpepa. That is a name! That is a fucking name! Say what you will about this year's Give me song, that name again. But this year's contestants have great names. They have great names. Give me this name again. Eugent Bushpepa. Bushpepa? Bushpepa. Bushpepper. The song that he won Festival Kangas with was Mal, which means yearning. Do you yearn? I don't know. I, I mean, I crave... Constant craving. But yearn? This is my favorite joke from Seinfeld. I'm sorry. And so what's happened uh, the past few years is an entry has won in Albanian, in Albania. That has then been translated into English. However, however, this year, Eugen Tushpepa has decided to keep his song in Albanian, which means we will not be listening to yearning or desire or however you would like to translate it. We will be listening to mal. Mal. And that's mal's great. a good word. Like mal's a good word for yearning. Yeah, the word only features very briefly in the song. Um, most songs this year do feature uh, the song title. There's not a single song this year that has like all of the songs this year at least have like one word of their song title. There's ones that have a little variation, like you know, Michael Schulte's song is called "You Let Me Walk Alone," while he sings "You Let Me Walk This Road Alone." Ari yeah. Olafson's song is called "Our Choice," while he doesn't, he never sings "Our Choice," but he does sing "We All Have a Choice We Can Make." That's so such a good song variations like that. Um, Mall as a word is said once in the song. But it is the central crux of this song. Yeah, okay. Like, the, the way that you're acting, the way that you're, like, gesticulating while you're explaining this to me, I have a good feeling about this. Let I me feel know. like this okay. might be good. I don't want to cloud your judgment or... No, I'm feeling the aura. Sure. I mean, the last time you felt an aura... It, it was went... completely correct, and it went completely off the rails. Sure. Um, before I say too much, let's listen to Albania's entry into the Eurovision Song Contest 2018, yes. which will be Eugent Bushpepa and his song, Mal. <laughs> Greatest song I've ever liked. Okay. <laughs> you know? I know exactly what you Do mean. You know what you, I think what I, I mean? know I think I know exactly what you mean by that. I think I retroactively like Brian Adams now. I mean I wouldn't go that far. But like, you know? It's like dudes wearing leather jackets were never my thing. Yeah. But this made me feel stuff, man. It's all in my heart. What are what what did it make you feel? Mall. 
made me feel yearning. I was like, oh, yes. So, I mean, something transcends language, transcends that that barrier to understanding the song. I think the music video really helped, though, because it's a very good music video. Yeah, there's some there's some really good stuff in there, I agree. Um, Eugen's also, like, very good. He's got a good voice. He's got a good voice. He sounds a lot like Cluzo. Cluzo, which uh, represented Belgium in the Eurovision Song Contest in the year 1991. Wait, did they? Yeah. Cluzo? Yeah. With, what, with which song? Give it up, Meisje. Really? Yeah. I don't know that song. Well. people don't. It is not the most popular song <laughs> Good. of that band. Cluzo is a very big, big band, band in Belgium. They represented the Euro, um, Belgium at Eurovision with what is arguably their least popular song. So Weird. very strange. They're brothers. But I, I, I get what you're saying with the reference. Um, this could have been a Cluzo song. Um, it, it's not necessarily... <laughs> An international reference. I mean, Cluzo never stretches their, his voice that far. Yeah, his his range is exceptional, and he doesn't even he go. He has great voice. He does range. not even go to his highest notes on oh, the studio track. Ooh. His range is exceptional, and like he is a very good performer, very good vocalist. Some have said best voice in this year's competition. Well, I mean, you do have like a literal opera singer. Yeah, I mean, there's that. <laughs> yes. So, um, like, best, I feel kind of shitty saying I mean, no, that. Arlie, best vocalist that has been seen during the pre-season at the pre-parties. Mm, mm. Um, you know, has performed this live in front of crowds who've heard him sing and have heard that timbre of his at work. He's he's very good. Yeah. He's very good. Um, And, yeah, if, 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 as you say, there is a yearning that is expressed by the song or the music video, whichever it is, it, it does translate to you. Yeah, it kind of... It kind of harkens back to that Goo Goo Dolls Iris era. It, it does have a sort of um, alternative rock of the early 2000s feel about it. Yeah, like alternative rock that wasn't really that alternative. No, but like yeah. adult alternative, like that kind of radio channel type thing. That's the vibe that this has. It, it's throwback. And it's, yeah, it, it, it's weird. I didn't, I didn't realize that I missed that in music. But listening to this makes me realize that, oh, I haven't heard that type of song outside of like Cluzo. Mm-hmm who are completely stuck in that genre forever. Well, it's what it's, you know, it's it's popular. It yeah. Works for their craft. Th this yeah, you're right. This is such a throwback. This is kind of really nostalgic to me. This is very early 2000s and I think we've finally gotten to the point where we start being nostalgic for the fucking early but it's, 2000s. It's early 2000s in a way that say Eurovision never was. Eurovision in the early 2000s was never something like this. No. It's it's music that might have been very credible in the early 2000s. An, an Iris, a Goo Goo Dolls. God, I just remember fucking 13-year-old me crying at Iris. Of course. Um, it, it is reminiscent of that. Um, and... Remember fucking Drops of Jupiter? Yeah, remember where <laughs> Train ended up after that? 
Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I try not to think about it. Um, I'm going to say something bold. Oh? Is this, as far as the entire lineup of songs goes, and you've heard most of it, so I can ask you that question, is this the best song for moms? Yes. Like, in the absence of a true J'ai cherché, this is the best mom song. Although... I think that moms across the globe are gonna flock to Israel as well. It's possible. Yeah, that's entirely... Yeah, that's possible. Depends which generation of moms. That's the thing. For a certain generation, I think this will sound very... Familiar, familiar and, and safe and warm and, and good. safe in a good way. And it, it, does, it, it, it does have just a very warm feeling, this song. It does make me feel good, but like... It makes me feel weird about be feeling so good about it. So this is a song about, you know, a yearning, a, a long-distance relationship almost. Um, you know, two people separated and yearning to be together. The, the, the chorus focuses on, like, actual tears. In the lyric it says, um, and this is the translation from Eurovision.tv, Lingering tear light up this night. Find your way out to soothe my soul. Just for one day, make this pain subside. Yikes. This lingering tear one day will run dry from the fiery kisses I dream every night. Then at last, pain will fade away. So the yearning is a, a pain that really, like, you know, consumes him. He's so sad, longing for his love to be with. And just the, the desire of it does sound very joyous. Yeah. Even despite the fact that it's so much about, like, you know, that absence. I like the idea of that translating itself into a very passionate yearning. It's it's like if Clouseau wrote Marco Borsato lyrics. Sure. Yeah. I can see what you're saying there. Again, a very universal so, reference. I'm so sorry, audience, that I'm making these references that are completely restricted to Dutch-speaking people. I, I'm sorry, but it's, it's weirdly apt. Yeah, it is. I mean, we have a frame of reference again. I do like this. Um, I've always liked the sound of Albanian, and I really like that they've kept this... In Albanian, that Ugent has been very specific about, like, I want to keep my song in Albanian from the get-go. Mm. And I, I like where it is now. I like what they've done to it. You know, they've, they've tweaked it a little bit, revamped it. The way that it builds now to its final choruses, like, the high notes he does, it's great. I, I think it's really good. I'm not sure what the impact of a song like this is going to be in, in a Eurovision song contest. I'm not sure how charismatic he's going to be on stage. You've seen him live. Yes. Um, is he an Amir? Well, it's different when you're in a crowd than it is when you're watching it at home, and that's where the votes have to come from. Mm. Um, but he does... You know, you've seen him in the music video. He does look at the camera and his his gaze is intense right he has like an intense he he does commit to he's very to soulful that yeah exactly soulful soulful eyes he's got soulful soulful eyes, eyes soulful voice and, and a song that expresses a feeling without you necessarily needing to understand the nuances of the lyrics mm -hmm. and the thing is like the 
And I also look at that leather jacket mm-hmm. in a way that's like, God, I hate that leather jacket, but it is the best thing for you to be wearing. Is it? Yeah. If he was wearing anything other than a leather jacket, it would not have had the same effect on me. I, I guess I can see where you're coming from, yeah. It's also just the most basic leather jacket. Sure. It's not it's... particularly bold. It's, like you said, it's, it's relatively straight basic. and it's basic. It's basic. And, you know, Clouseau yeah. is, is, is straight music. Um, and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. I mean... Mm, no. <laughs> well, I don't know. No. Okay, well... I mean, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a place for it. I'm willing to let this surprise at Eurovision. I'm willing to let this do well. I was going to say I might have a vote of my own for it. But I'm, mm, I'm holding my judgment on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not I want sure to see, if I want I'm to gonna... see how it does on the night itself. Um, and I want to see like how it looks. I want to see whether that emotion comes through on what I'm told is going to be a relatively basic performance, honing in on the like he's doing a live performance, kind mm-hmm. of less of a of a stagey thing and more just like he's singing a song. Mm-hmm. Um. Which makes sense. Um, I'm, I'm holding out to see how it looks and how it does before I can really judge whether it's going to do well or not. It is in the tough semi-final out of the two. Um, but that one's tough also because it's hard to predict. I don't know. It, it could surprise and pull through. I really couldn't tell. That's going to do it for us this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Eurodivision. And listen to the show on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Stitcher, or wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. If you're on iTunes, make sure to leave a little rating and a review. Five-star rating, because this is the best podcast. We'll see you next time. Join us, because we'll be talking about another song and getting closer to finally talking about all of them. Thanks for listening. Good night, Europe. Good night, Europe. Good night, Europe.